Blog Talk Radio. Morning, everyone. Uh, welcome to Ammo Radio. Today we've got a very exciting show. We're going to have Joanna Arnett on with us. But uh, first, I just wanted to uh, let everybody know that we are live and up on our chat window. Um, if you are at the, if you're listening to us live. If you scroll down, you should see a chat window there. And please feel free to log into the chat and ask some questions, and we'll try to get questions to Joanna and to uh, Kevin to answer. Um, Kevin is with us today. Hello, Kevin. Hello, Linda. Hello, Joanna. Hello, everybody. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. So uh, Kevin and Joanna are in New Mexico at this point. So uh, what we want to do is actually the show today is going to be about, um, well, Joanna's workshop and also about traveling tips. So I'm going to let the two travelers talk because <laughs> they have much more traveling done in their lifetime than I have. So, Kevin, why don't you uh, you and Joanna talk about the what, what you have been up to. Well, hello, jo- Joanna. Joanna is one of my best friends, and I couldn't imagine – a better travel partner. Joanna and I and her husband Jim and Wanda and I have traveled so many countries around the world together painting and having fun together and experiencing everything that travel gives you. And I couldn't ask for a better travel partner. She has the ability to be with me painting in Malta in the most hot, humid environment possible. And James, her husband, and I are just sweating like dogs and she looks as fresh as always and is always cheerful. So I couldn't ask for or recommend a better person to travel with, and I hear that she's um, going to Ecuador soon doing a workshop, so I think that will be exciting for a lot of people. And I get to travel all over the world, and rarely do I have travel envy, but I did miss an opportunity to travel with Joanne and Jim to Lake Como. They just got back just a day or so ago, and Wanda and I had uh, prior commitments going to Charleston, South Carolina, and just coming back from China. But they got to go to Lake Como and then also visit our wonderful friends in France that we worked with uh, for years with the Implanter Master Program um, in some of the most lovely places in France, living and painting out of castles and visiting. The friends that we met over there must have been a great great thing for them to do. So I'm going to introduce Joanna to um, give us a little um, feedback of what her um, recent trip was like painting in those great areas and seeing our friends from the past. Joanna? Well, good morning, Kevin, and good morning, everybody. And uh, it was a really sweet thing you said, Kevin. And and when Jim and I think about uh, the artists and friends that we love to travel with, you and Wanda are just on the top of the list. And we had your bedroom ready within our house on Lake Como, and, and we were just so sad. We'd wake up in the morning and go, we're going to go to these great locations, and Kevin and Wanda are with us. And, or just having wine on the balcony, looking out at the lake, wishing you were there. So we, we really, really missed you. Um, and before well, I forget, we, thought about we, did... you, we thought about <laughs> you every day in Charleston, South Carolina, when it was 94% humidity. And I said, oh, oh Lake Como. <laughs> It's the breeze is blowing. <laughs> it was pretty. But uh, before before I forget, I bring you uh, great hugs from our friends in France, our 
wonderful chef friend from Montmorillon, um, Frank Favier says bonjour, and uh, and uh, Natalie and the two boys, and Madame Jordan says to give you big kisses both. And so Madame Jordan is one of those people in in our lives and my life and Kevin's life that are really sort of just an angel that that dropped in. And we we've traveled in France, and and this is a lady along with uh, our chef Frank that just jumped in and solved problems and and made problems go away for us. So anyway, I bring you greetings, Rena. I didn't didn't want to forget that. But yeah, well, Madame Jordan, uh, Madame Jordan, Madame Jordan um, had this wonderful castle and grounds that looked like Monet's garden. And when we did the programs for Implanar Masters, many many artists traveled with us over there. So I'm sure she's in the memories of many of those artists. And if any of you are listening who went and painted on her grounds. I'm sure you have fond memories of her. So painting actually brings uh, so many people together in all walks of life and all places. So she is one of those special people that I know touched uh, many artists' lives. She she does, and, and she, she asked about so many of the people that went on the trip when we painted in that beautiful Anxoulanglan, that wonderful, um, one of the most beautiful villages of France. And she asked about a lot of a lot of you guys, and and has great memories, and keeps on saying, "I love the American artist," and and she still does. I'm not sure she would welcome to see anybody that's back in that beautiful little town. And boy, did we miss you there too. We had we had troublesome weather, so we wound up painting very moody skies. But th- at that part of France, and and really those medieval villages, you can still get a very very nice mood even if you have overcast weather, because their their forms and their structures are so good. But on, uh, the day I missed you most on Lake Como is uh, the day that I was painting. Um, we went to the to the uh, east side of the of the lake, of one of the one of the legs of the lake, and um, I'm painting a yellow uh, mansion. It's reflecting into the water. There are deep green pine trees. It's just one of those uh, one of those compositions that you go, wow, thanks. And all you have to do is just stand up and paint it. You know, there's you don't have to do anything to it. It was just right there. When a policeman came up and informed me that I was painting George Clooney's house, <laughs> okay, uh, that, probably, that was you probably fine. googled that so that you could get him to come out and buy it from you. I know how you work. Yeah, yeah. I think if there had been, if he had been in residence, that it would not have been one policeman; it would have been several. But <laughs> I got lucky. I got really lucky. You know, we've talked about the fact before that the paintbrush can be your passport. That when people see tourists jump out of a car and snap a picture and jump back in, they think, oh, I'm just another tourist. But an artist, and you've said this so often to your students, I've heard you, and it's wonderful. You set up an easel and you begin and you make this great effort, and people realize that you're not, you know, it's, you're not just a tourist. You're really there appreciating their environment. So this darling policeman walked up, and um, he, I could tell there was something in his soul because he, Started to look at the painting. He looked. I had a very, a very complete drawing. He looked at that. He picked it up. He looked at it. Compared it to the scene. And I thought, you know, somewhere in his heart, in his past, there's an artist, because he just, he kept taking off his 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 uh, uh, his, uh, his sunglasses and putting on his other glasses, and asking if he could look over my shoulder. Well, you know, I mean, I was on public property. There was a little parking lot with a little esplanade there, so I wasn't doing anything wrong. But on the other hand. 
It was a very famous spot, and he could have easily said, please move along, but he didn't. He kept checking on the painting progress. And I think, Kevin, it's that thing that we have talked about when they see that you are very serious and very committed to, you know, three or four hours in, in that one spot, that, that that beautiful paintbrush becomes your passport. So he let me stay there the whole time, and then his partner uh, came up, and they were uh, telling us other towns that they thought would be wonderful. So it was just terrific. But I thought you would have laughed at me so much that day, and I really missed you. <laughs> that would have been good. Maybe he thought you were a painterazzi instead of a paparazzi. <laughs> yes, maybe I like you know that. you don't get paid quite as much, you know, for the snaps we do. But that could no, be a sneaky you know, way to um, get into places. <laughs> well, Joanna and I have um, traveled. Um, with the Passport and Palette uh, TV series, painting all over the world. And that really has opened us up to meeting people, just as you uh, mentioned about that policeman. And we've been in so many um, various areas, and some very open and some questionable, but it always has been an experience, a positive experience, because of the painting. And it brings out the best in people, as you just said. It, it does seem to. I mean, I think... I really think that there's there is a degree to whatever whatever degree that might be of an artist in everybody, and I, I think that it's it's they, everybody always thinks maybe I could do that maybe I could have done that if I hadn't tried to do this other thing. I think there there's some, for some people it's, it becomes a great passion as it has a life's passion for you and me. But I think really a little seed of that is there in everybody when they see you working up. You know, I've had you and I both had people that walked up and said, why don't you take a picture and get out of this heat? And there have been times that both of you and I have said, why don't I just take a picture and get out of this heat? <laughs> but it's not, there's nothing like standing there and getting getting the, in, the image down in plan out, or at least if you, you can't stay there, to, to, to begin the image there. There's nothing like it. So we were, uh, it, was, it was terrific. And it was the time when, you remember, we were, we were various transportation, and uh, uh, you and Wanda and, I, and Jim and I were, were painting in some places where we had some pretty interesting walks, and, so we're talking about, uh, you know, traveling with very reasonable equipment and, and uh, trying to get it down to a, a very reasonable route. So we certainly did that on this trip because not only did we do Lake Como for 10 days, but then we drove and we did some of the wonderful villages in the southwest of France, which is the, the Lot River Valley. It's just not well known. I mean, all artists want to go to Provence. They've heard of Provence and they've heard of the Riviera. But when you say, I'm going to the Lot, most artists say, the Lot what? <laughs> But it's absolutely fantastic and um, very, very rural and, and very real. So we love that. We had a great, great time there. And again, we missed you because I wanted to show. Um, you've been to that part of the world, but I don't know if you've been there, you know, in a, in a real in-depth way. And there were certainly villages that I wanted to turn around and say, "See, see, here it is." Now I know from the pictures you showed us and the paintings from the uh, previous trip you did, yeah, it's a wonderful spot. And your husband, James Asher, who was one of the best watercolorists out there today, he was along with you, and was he enjoying uh, painting side-by-side, side, or did he just relax yeah. and um, have a glass oh, of Chablis yeah. while you worked so hard, as usual? <laughs> he he really enjoyed it because it was, um, you know, Jim really enjoys architecture. And these were villages were the perched villages and the stacked villages, and um, that part of the world is 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 cut cut through by some very very deep rivers, so um, so it it makes for and, and of course the villages are built high up the perched villages and and then they're stacked so that it makes for great um, angles for and it's almost pre and it just presents itself so beautifully 
you know, you can you can stand on a flat street of a medieval village and you can do a composition. But when the medieval village stacks itself up, one building on top of another on top of another in this kind of tumbling chaos, it's just the, the compositions are right in front of you. So so being such a place where there was so much architecture, he really enjoyed it. Yeah, Jim is one of those great masters at perspective. And when we've traveled together, and I was in situations such as that with the complexity of the perspective, um, it's always nice to have that source next to me to ask some questions of you know how to find some of the horizon lines and the points and the vanishing points. Uh, he is a master at that. And it's something that... Um, all of us artists, um, when we're faced with that t- type of situation, that um, easily we can go astray and it, and it shows in our work. So it's something that um, is not easy and it's something you have to constantly pursue to get the answer right. Yeah, but it's fascinating. I, I love perspective and I especially love it when it's, um, you know, those, those little villages. There's, you know, Kevin, remember there's one, but there's a national designation in France, Le Tsuba Village de France, the most beautiful villages in France. And you can look them up on the Internet or there's a book by that name. And the, the villages that, that make uh, have that the national designation, it has to be less than 2,000 people. Um, there are requirements even to the flowers and uh, at certain age of the towns. And when when you find those, when you find that designation, and it's on the it's on a placard outside of town, and you can can look them up if you're going to visit France. You can look them up, and it, they're worth seeing. The one that we did near Madame Chaudin, Anxelanglan, was definitely worth seeing. And it was one of the most beautiful villages in France. And the one that we went to this time was called saint cyclope la popie and it was uh, it was just a standing straight up and down. So if you're going to carry your equipment, you, we were really really thinking as we were packing, do not overpack because you have got to carry this where a car won't go, and these streets were just straight up. They're very, very steep. So um, if, you, if, you, if you guys out there want to, want to find just kind of an automatic painting, look up the most beautiful villages in France. Look up that book or look that up on the Internet, Les Plus Beaux Villages de France. They are worth seeing. They are worth your time. Can you give um, some of the listeners recommendations of how you did pack for that? Because I, I do know, too, when I do a workshop sometimes, People will ask me if they can watch me paint. I say, of course you can, but I like to walk around sometimes for an hour or two up and down those narrow alleyways. And um, by the time I find my location, I've usually, usually I've lost all the students because they're dragging <laughs> large suitcases behind them. So maybe you could um, offer some tips um, how to get down to the bare minimum and still have what you need. Exactly, and 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 that's the, that's the thing is that. You, you want to have what you need. You don't want to leave anything behind. On the other hand, you have to remember that you're carrying this, and and uh, and you know it's it gets heavy. Um, even 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 as I know you travel very sparely and you do it very well. And and the older I get, the, the smarter I get about what I have to put in that. But um, if I if I'm traveling by car, if I can, if there's a car, then my Celtic easel is a very nice easel. However, um, that can be a bit large to fit in a in a backpack, and so if I know I'm going to go to to a very vertical place like this, and it was very vertical, even even the landscape that we did was very vertical. Um, I'll go with a small flashad, and then you've got to be careful because the thing that can can ruin the weight issue there is to go with a great big tripod. So um, I actually found a tripod made by Benra that weighs just, just it's just the most amazing thing. It folds down to about 14 inches, and it's still the most sturdy little thing I've I've ever 
insane. I didn't think it would be when I first put it up, but it is. So you got to watch. What was the, the brand name of that one? What was Benro, the brand name of that joint? Oh, that is that's Benro, B-E-N-R-O-E, and I think it's about 1.6 pounds. I mean, it's 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 not inexpensive. I'll tell you that. But when I when I when I found it, I found it. Um, there's a wonderful store in New York called B and H Photography. And B&H is just like, you know, the, the toy world of all, all the photographers on the planet. But this, this will fit, it folds down to just about, I think maybe maybe it's 16 inches, but it easily goes in my backpack, goes in my suitcase. And the weight is phenomenal. And the, I can't believe how sturdy it is at that weight because you, you have to find a balance between the weight of your tripod and the, the stability. But this one was pretty phenomenal. And the other thing you want to remember is you'll need... Uh, the canvases, you know, if you, you, you I, I take uh, the linen that I normally paint on. I like a, I like a tight linen. I like a, a double primed. So that linen is, is uh, you can, I buy it mounted on a uh, multimedia board, which is a very, very thin board, and you can stack 32 of these boards in one inch, and still have any anything that you're used to painting on. I think Kevin, you paint on a little bit, tiny bit uh, more absorptive weave than I do, but you can order it any way that you want. And then I take two sturdy boards, like a, a Raymar or something, that, and, and then I tape these with double-sided tapes to those. So my, I've gotten the weight of my board down to two very substantial boards and then as many as I want of these very, very lightweight boards and then take a lightweight drying box. So it starts to get very reasonable. Um, and then for for paint, I think one one of the travel tips that I think is the very best one is that you have to remember paint tubes have weight. So six months or so before you're going to go, start to save back your half tubes of paint. So you get to the, you know, halfway through your ultramarine blue and then stop, put that one away. And t- instead of taking full tubes, take half tubes. So if you take two half tubes, you've got a full tube. And then the days that you go out and you have to carry your equipment, then just take a half tube with you. But remember, take twice the amount of white that you want to take. Always, I take three times, even four times the amount of white I'm going to take. But that thing is, think about those things about what you have to carry with you, um, when, you when you're not riding in a car. Um, a, a backpack that's convertible is, is good. There are backpacks that are made that have both straps that go over your shoulder, but they also have wheels so that when you can wheel along you know, on the, on the pavement, you can do that. And when you're going up the cobblestones where, you, where the wheels won't walk, then you can use the, um, the straps. But they're making more and more of those convertible backpacks anymore. And... I wheel it when I can, but there's sometimes that you just can't. And I think uh, another thing to remember is you don't need every brush in your arsenal. If if you look at the way that you work every day, you probably, in 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 the process of a painting, you probably only pick up three or four brushes until it's time to sign the painting. So you don't need a ton of brushes. Uh, you take some average sizes, you know. Um, then uh, you don't forget the big ones because you know big big brushes make big statements and. Um, you don't need, need all that. So, and then the day that you go out, really just be, be very aware of uh, just exactly what you'll need that day. So, anyway, those are some of the trips that the tips that have saved my back. Have you found uh, trouble uh, locating mineral spirits on your travels? And if so, mm-hmm. have you found a different solution? Um, France is easy. France, you go into any store like the. Uh, any any little grocery store, and you go to the cleaning aisle, and you buy white spirits. And it does it's not in French; it's in it's in English. It just says white spirits, and that's mineral spirits, and it works very very well. So that's the easiest one. 
Italy, um, I actually had to find an art supply store, which was in the town of Como. I was in a little village, but and there I bought uh, odorless mineral spirits. And yes, other places, especially if you're moving quickly, um, either odorless turp or turpentine or mineral spirits can be hard to find. Um, when I know I, I'm absolutely not going to be able to find it, um, I will switch to uh, walnut oil, uh, base, uh, paints that are based on walnut oil, and um, take you know two bottles. And it can't be; it's, it should be the professional one. And there's a there's a company that does that. Um, so I'll switch instead of using any kind of solvent, I'll use walnut oil, and that actually does very very well. Um, it is um, not as easy as mineral spirits or turpentine, but it's very doable. Um, and I'll use a walnut alkyd medium, and then at the end of the day, wash my brushes out with a, a mild soap very, very, very well at the end of the day. Now, I know, Kevin, you've painted the water solubles, and, and you like those. Um, I could just never get the feeling of those. So for me, switching to uh, walnut oil was a, was a good solution for me. Actually, I have um, used the walnut oil on some of my past trips, trying to avoid using the mineral spirits just for um, health safety reasons, um, trying to not get anything more into my skin and my body. Um, and I found I really enjoyed the walnut oil and how it um, moves the paint, making it more fluid and what I can do with it. So uh, I'm enjoying using that. And I know when you go down to South America, Mexico especially, um, I found it very difficult to find mineral spirits that is not so toxic it won't eat away your brushes as you're working. So something mm -hmm. like the water-soluble oils or the walnut oil uh, may be a good solution. Is that something you'll be thinking about when you go down to Ecuador? Well, I've, the, the Plain Air South America, the, the company I'll be working for, has promised me mineral spirits. Now, I've, <laughs> I don't, I, this will be my first trip to Ecuador. Um, we're going to be painting, the trip is called Volcanoes and Roses, and uh, we, we go to Quito, which is a very, very high, beautiful city, and then we're going to go out to this uh, for the rest of the trip. That's, we're going to do some museums and some, some tours in the town of Quito, which is a World Heritage Site. And then we're going to go out to this beautiful hacienda, which is an organic farm and a dairy. And so they do all of our food, so we're excited about it. It's going to be really good food. And um, also has working cowboys. They don't call them cowboys. And uh, uh, we'll be painting the landscape there. And it's surrounded by seven volcanoes, which I'm pretty sure are very quiet. <laughs> so um, painting mountains. And then Ecuador produces... 60% of the cut roses that are shipped around the world. I couldn't believe that. So there are days that we'll be painting roses, which is pretty much one of the things I love to do most in the world. And they have said that mineral spirits will not be a problem, and I've told them, you know, it's, it's very important that we work this thing out for our artists. So I don't know if they're going to ship them in for us or if they have found a source, but we will have something wonderful there <laughs> as, as a solvent. Well, the, the pictures I saw of, of the upcoming trip are wonderful, so it's... I'm sure it's going to be exciting for your students, but I would also imagine um, even if you're a professional artist, it would be an opportunity to have a very easy trip already prepared for you to come join along. I'm sure you um, like to have other professional artists come along without instruction, or is that right or wrong? We, we have. Um, it's, an, it's an open invitation, and, and, and it can be done either way. Um, those artists that, that don't want to, uh, that don't need to take a workshop, are invited to come, and of course their price is significantly less. And uh, then those that want to have instruction, they'll I'll be right there for for those that uh, need a little bit more help. 
so it, it's kind of a, a very open thing. We're hoping that um, we're hoping that we do have some professional artists that go with us that, that that don't necessarily want to take the class. They don't have to, because South America is, I think, going to be a, a very interesting option for all of us coming up. Um, travel is getting more expensive. We, I mean, we we found places in France that were and in Italy that were fine, but. Um, and the bureau is pretty good right now, but but even that, uh, plane fares going up and and accommodations are going up. So um, I think South America is is pretty interesting. It also is extends our seasons. So um, if you want to go spend Christmas and paint flowers, you can go you can go to South America. Uh, so I I think I'd love for some some professional artists to go with us because I'd like for them to to start getting to know that there are parts of that uh, of the South American continent that are very interesting, um, not painted, uh, not explored by artists, and um, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And and like you said, Kevin, the beauty of this is, I mean, you and I, you and I have been together many a time when we're planning a workshop and we've been in the car and we're scouting and scouting and scouting, and we're just to find you know those amazing places where we can put our artists and we know they're going to have all the amenities and they're going to be comfortable. And um, it's exhausting. I mean, we've we've done that, and it's it's just wears you out. And this is this is being done um, for me, which is pretty wonderful. I'll go three days in advance, and I'll review every location, make my own sketches, and make sure that everything is as I want it to be for my artists. But it's pretty nice to work with people who are fluent in Spanish, who know this continent, and are, uh, have done this sort of thing before. So I'm I'm excited about it. Well, it sounds like okay. a wonderful trip. Yeah, we've we've got about um, four minutes left. So Kevin, if you've got one final question for Joanna. I have no final question, but I have one thing to look <laughs> forward to, going down to meeting her in Santa Fe next week. And James, who's an excellent cook, will be making a wonderful <laughs> dinner for us to get together and review our past trips. So All thank true. you so much for joining us, Joanna. And I look forward My to seeing pleasure. you. My pleasure. We've had great fun, and we're going to do it some more. And, Kevin, I'm so excited about your ammo project, and I know that the artists that are participating are going to benefit far beyond the way that they have any idea right now. You're a fabulous teacher. It's a great concept, and congratulations to all those artists who are participating. Well, thank you, Joanna. Okay, so, uh, yes, I want to also thank you, Joanna, for making time for us. I know you just got back this week, so <laughs> and probably still have a little bit of jet lag, so thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank and, you so much. Yeah, and, and I look forward to seeing you um, next week too. So, or no, actually two weeks, two weeks from now, I guess. Um, and when I'm when I'll be out in Taos. Uh, coming up on July fifteenth uh, will be our next show. It'll be at twelve noon Eastern, uh, nine p.m. or nine a.m. Uh, Pacific time. We'll be talking with Jamie Markle, and Jamie is the FNW works for FNW. He's a publisher and editorial director. Um, so. He kind of is over all of the different magazine offerings that they have. He's also over the North Light Books, and I believe that they purchased another publication, another uh, publisher as well. So we'll have Jamie talk to us about his job, and we'll also uh, have Jamie talk to us uh, probably little, you know, not very many people know this about Jamie, but he also is an artist, and he just had a big exhibition down here in Cincinnati, so I'll probably tap him and have him talk to us about his exhibition and also any tips that are fresh on his mind from that as well. So, um, Joanna, I'm going to put you on the spot here. we got about two minutes left. Um, 
so we, we uh, need to fill a little bit here. Is there anything else you need to <laughs> would like to say about your Ecuador workshop? Um, yes, it's 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 coming up. The date is I'm looking on my website. The date is October 19th to the 29th. Um, it's very reasonably priced. All the the meals are going to be provided by this um, hacienda, which is or, an organic farm. So, you know, it's going to be really safe. Um, I have asked if any of the artists want to go on location on horseback, and half of my artists said yes, they would love it, and the other half said, "Are you crazy? Have you lost your mind?" So I tell them that uh, no, they don't have to do that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a very uh, unique but serene experience. That we're not going to be bouncing around a lot. So we'll be a lot of quality painting time. And when Kevin and I have done workshops together before, that's that's one of the things that we don't want. We don't want our artists bouncing around all over the place where they can't really dig in and, and get some nice work done. So we're not doing that. We'll be in one beautiful place visiting some villages and painting mountains and roses. Uh, it sounds wonderful. I wish that I could go. <laughs> So, I, I, do the information, I do too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we haven't painted together in a while. We need to, need to do that. Um, the information is that. out on your website. Yeah, yeah. we do. Um, what, what's your website? www.joannaarnett.com, and that's spelled with J-O-E-A-N-N-A-A-R-N-E-T-T. And then they go to your workshop tab, and all the information is there. And yeah. I know that they're also to Plain Air uh, South America, which is who you're working with, I believe. So um, take a look at that. Yep, take a look up for that information. Kevin and Joanna, thank you so much for being here. And, um, and we'll see you all on July 15th. I'm talking to our listeners, of course. We'll see you on July 15th at 12 noon Eastern with Jamie Markle from FNW Media. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you later. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, guys. How we do?